Episode 69, The Humanist Perspective. The humanist approach to psychology. Why it may be the most appropriate approach to use for developmental psychology. Hello and welcome to Dumi's Daily Grind. My name is Dumi and thank you for joining me today. I have created this channel to share my life experiences, inspirations I found from others, learnings I have earned and things I have been taught throughout various periods of my life, especially the ones related to sobriety, finding serenity and general mental health topics with spiritual growth at the forefront. Please subscribe if you enjoy this kind of content and please support my channel by becoming a Patreon. The link is available below. Now, in the previous episode, I investigated the existential philosophy by Sartre, what it is and how we can apply it to psychotherapy. Today, I look at the humanist perspective, which began with the existential assumptions that we have the free will to achieve our own potential and reach self-actualization without the limitations that we place on ourselves about what is right or wrong or what is morality or who brings us the sense of morality. The humanist perspective and approach is founded on the principle of the whole human being and his uniqueness and was developed from the rebellion from what humanists saw as the limiting methods of psychodynamic and behaviorist approaches. Humanist psychologists feel that psychodynamic and behavioral methods do not take into consideration our own humanity and the ability for us to chart our own paths, but are deterministic on how we respond to stimulus to determine our behavior and our primitive unconscious, which is irrational and instinctive forces, with which, according to psychodynamic therapy, plays a major role in our behaviors. So who is Carl Rogers? He's an American psychologist who was one of the founders of the humanist approach. He is known for finding or founding the client-centered approach in psychology. He was raised in a very devout Christian home and was keen to become that for the rest of his life. But he changed his mind and instead became an atheist. His theory is considered humanistic, existential, and phenomenological. And Maslow, he was also an, an American born in New York, he was the psychologist and philosopher best known for self-actualization. This theory of self-actualization psychology, he believed that psychotherapy should be the integration of self. He studied law and later changed his mind and switched to psychology and earned his PhD in psychology. Let me have a look at the humanist perspective. Existential philosopher said that because we have free will, 
we make our own decisions and are responsible for the consequences of those decisions. And we cannot place blame on an entity outside of ourselves. Humanism states that people are basically good and have the innate want to make themselves even better. They believe that their deeds may eventually help in changing of the world, one individual at a time. Humanism emphasizes personal worth, personal satisfaction. It is optimistic and states that humans have a noble capacity to overcome their own hardships, pain, and despair. We are self-motivated to self-actualize in our own psychological growth, fulfillment, and satisfaction in life. The objective reality is less important. However, the subjective perception is key here. The perception or the point of view of the world is what makes a person who he is. Rogers and Maslow did not necessarily focus on the person's behavior, but on how they perceive the world, making way for the study of self. Humanism rejects the scientific studies conducted in labs, through animal behavior, through quantitative analysis, and rather prefer the approach of qualitative research methods using diary entries, um, observation. And the best way to understand people is to talk to them and to observe them in their natural environment. And comparative psychology is highly rejected because it does not tell us about the unique human personalities at all. So how did we get here? In 1943, Maslow developed the hierarchical theory of human motivation. Three years later, Carl Rogers published the significant aspects of client-centered therapy. In 1962, the Association for Humanistic Psychology was formally launched following the first issue of the Journal of Humanistic Psychology. What is really interesting about humanism and what causes debates and deviations is when it comes to the issue of free will versus determinism, as it states that people have free will, but at the same time, it states that we are affected by how others have treated us or treat us, how we were raised and how we were parented and taught. It also says, in the argument of nature versus nurture, both influences the outcome of who we end up becoming and the way we end up perceiving the world. In Maslow's hierarchy of needs, he does refer to the biological influence, drives and needs which he believes have to be met. And finally, this approach does not practice the scientific methods of behavior and deems it inappropriate. This theory is lacking in societies that practice cultural collectivity, cultures such as ours that believe that an individual cannot be without others, without the society at large. It also goes against the collective consciousness that Jung believes as important in determining who we are. It may work in Western societies where individual freedom, autonomy, and personal growth are a major part of their lives. Therefore, it is ethnocentric and would not apply to many of our current beliefs and cultures.
So when we try to understand the people and their behavior and their context and the stages of development, especially in the South African context, humanism is viewed is viewed and is a really important tool in aiding and understanding of childhood development and the theory can help in identifying the levels of progress. Maslow's hierarchy of needs is quite relevant and singles out the crucial elements of child development. Unlike the one-sidedness of behaviorist view um, of the modern psychology, which favors multidimensional method that the humanism offers. So developmental psychology is that once humans' basic needs are met, then one can move to meeting other needs. A child first needs to be fed, then to be loved, then to belong, and thus creating a positive self-esteem and eventually reaching the ultimate point of self-actualization. The attachment theory clearly shows how important this theory is as we develop into the human beings we become in adulthood. If any of these stages are not fulfilled, then an individual will lack in many other areas. They will find it very difficult to trust, to make social connections, to build fruitful relationships. They become insecure in general and would therefore not reach their full potential in potential in self-actualization. Maslow and Rogers hardly factor in the environment and biology of the individual and truly believe that they play little roles in development, unlike Jessel and Skinner, who acknowledge the roles of the environment and genetics in the child's development. So these concepts and applications to developmental psychology are really useful. However, it is encouraged that the various theories be used in the field of developmental psychology so that we can have a more flexible and overall picture of the individual rather than solely relying on one or the other theory, which may be lacking in the elements that will explain development and why we are who we are. Humanism is highly relevant in the understanding of the basic principles of child development. It is multidimensional and is grounded on potential such as self-actualization. Human needs, you give them the opportunity to explore their potential. How? The more satisfied one is, the more values one has, and the more family orientation that they have, the more they can impact themselves and the world. Thank you for your time, your support, and being with me on this journey to finding serenity. If you enjoy listening to me or watching my channel, I would really appreciate it if you would subscribe. You can find my podcast, Jimmy's Daily Grind, on popular podcasts such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others. You can also become my Patreon if you like. You can find me on www.patreon.com forward slash Dumi's Daily Grind. If you'd like to get in touch, you can send an email to Dumi at dumisdailygrind.com or visit my website www.dumisdailygrind.com.
doomisdailygrind.com. Until I see you next time, stay well and may your higher power shower you with blessings and keep you safe today. Let us be diligent with the work required to achieve our goals and hopefully experience serenity and peace of mind. The answers are always right in front of us and will be revealed if we truly seek them. Let us be present and intentional in our lives and grow positively to achieve the happiness that we truly seek. Goodbye for now and I will see you next time. Lots and lots of love. Thank you.